Well, right. we're, running here. we're running here now as well. While we're here. Was that mine? Or is it, oh, this is mine. Yeah. Right, cool. <coughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Keep telling me your story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she said that first. And then she was like, oh, you know what? Um, uh, I, like, I just wanted to punch Steve in the face that whole <laughs> time when he was talking on the podcast. And I was like, what? You don't like Steve? And she's like, oh, you know, it's, it's a bit weird because I like him on the Raw podcast. Yeah. Where he's actually like quite a smart guy. But that gender pay gap stuff yeah. <laughs> is shocking. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's funny how um, uneducated people have that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I would, like, I would like you to be honest about your opinions on the gender pay gap. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all we have time for. We should probably start rolling. <laughs> hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Uneducated Opinions podcast. Yep. I'm Andy. This I'm is Steve. Steve. You can find us below on that thingy. Yep. Did you like that? I did. Way? That was very cool. And I actually watched back on that clip that you sent me. Yeah. Um, and you could see when you went on this thing down here, and I was like... <laughs> what thing and looked over and you were like no it'll come up on the thing dickhead and I was like oh yeah fuck forgot about that <laughs> it's pretty funny I really Def- like definitely it. an uneducated opinion <laughs> I think I go well with this podcast um, I want to thank every single person that watches this uh, YouTube video or listens to the podcast for constantly sending me videos and pictures of huntsman spiders yeah <laughs> If there was anything that was going to help you get over a phobia, it's a it would be barrage. constant exposure <laughs> to that thing. So yeah. keep it up, guys. I appreciate it. Um, Which reminds me, that's why I brought this for Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when did you have time to, to go find a spider? I'm just going to move this fan so it's facing us a little bit more. Okay. Uh, if you don't normally watch on... YouTube, um, today would be a great day to do so because today we spent the last 45 minutes setting up a little bit of a studio for the podcast, uh, so this will hopefully be semi-permanent semi-permanent residence where we probably chop and change things a little bit. You can see the little, I'm calling it the Spongebob kite, it's not actually Spongebob but it looks a bit like him. Uh, on the back it's just there covering the TV because it's a little bit glary, glary at this point. Did you think we chose a bad spot to put the TV? Like, I mean, put the studio, like, right where the sun is? Yeah, well, how often do we actually... Like, when we're filming, are we supposed to be looking at the camera or looking at each other? No, we just look at each other. Yeah, well, then, like, it's fine then, because we're not really looking over that way. Mm. The problem is for people watching us, if we want to put... So, the the plan is, uh, once I get a HDMI cable that goes into the TV, we can bring up stuff on the TV like a like a professional podcast would yeah you know it's incredible how often I start this podcast without actually putting the phone in flight mode and then realise at about the three minute mark that I haven't put it in flight mode and have to do it a lot almost every time I see you do it every time and the worst is like you see me put my phone in flight mode just before yeah like you were watching me do it Mm -hmm. but the problem is it won't let me go to the actual record button while it's in flight mode yep it'll only let me like I'll do it record after record and then just before I press play hit flight mode because uh. um, it doesn't load the app for whatever reason well because it needs internet to load the app itself in the first place so I can't just go straight to flight mode yeah um, yeah I'd be curious to know if 
anyone just from the amount of work that I know you've been putting in with it, if anyone's been enjoying the clips and stuff as well that we've been yes. putting up. I like because we sort of made a conscious effort, well, at least you did, to try and get more of those out so we had more content to post on the Instagram page. Um, and I feel like they worked really well when we first did it for the gender pay gap episode. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure whether if that's because it sort of spurred a little bit of hatred amongst a couple of female followers and they decided to go and listen to it. But Even after male they- followers like me, I was deeply yeah. <laughs> By some First of thing Andy said was up. like, I agree with everything you say as soon as we signed off the podcast. Look, uh, you can choose <laughs> to lie, but who are you going to believe? This bigot over here or the man who comes from a history of hardship? Or the guy that... A history of hardship. Yeah, my people were persecuted. How long ago? A long time ago. <laughs> but stuff it's like that... DNA. Yeah, some stuff like that, you know, travels down. Does it? It does. Is that proven? Sure. How? Uh, in the research papers <laughs> on the forest plots. The forest plots? <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to the... No. Wilkes? Oh, okay. No. Uh, you need to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, so you you obviously... So for those that are, aren't unaware, there was a Rogan podcast recently with Chris Crasser and uh, James Wilkes, the guy who made... Game Changers. Game Changers. And, yeah, like, a, a lot of his... Like, he, it was a good podcast, really long. It's like four hours. But, you know, a lot of his, uh, like, uh, rebuttals to Chris Cress's debunking of the movie were attacking Chris Cress's credentials and saying, like, you don't even know how to read a forest plot, so how are we going to take you seriously? Yeah. And it was just funny. That's where that reference comes from. You know, I obviously haven't watched it, but it was interesting. You ever uh, watched Game Changers? No, I've watched Game Changers. Uh, I haven't watched that podcast or listened to that podcast. But a couple of the guys were talking about it at work yesterday. Yeah. Or Monday afternoon, I should say. And saying that um, Rogan had like put up a post saying he's considering taking down his podcast where they were bagging out Game Changers and talking about how full of shit it is. Uh, just because of that then second one they did where he sat there and went, oh, maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, and like, is that what happened in that podcast? He sat there and went, maybe I was uh, wrong. Th- I think there were a few, there were things in that podcast that James Walks brought to the table that maybe in the debunking weren't entirely true or fair. Mm. But I, I think, I think, I think James Wilkes was also just very passionate in the podcast and someone like Chris Cresser coming on who is like, seems like quite passive and yeah. just let James Wilkes talk all over him yeah. is, uh, was a little bit unfair. So for those who don't know, who's who? Chris Cresser is an acupuncturist. Yeah. Um, so he's not even like a, a dietitian or mm-hmm. someone who's you know, really studied a lot of that stuff. But I guess he's quite well read and mm. has a good following, so yep. ha- has some credibility that way. Yeah, um, I'm not saying anything bad about him, but yep. that that seems to be the case that James Wilkes brought. James Wilkes is the guy that made the game changes. He was one of two producers on the movie. The other one being James Cameron. Yeah, 
fairly influential person. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the filming world. Yeah. It's just some of the stuff that they brought up in that second one were like, like he would, he would constantly go, like James Wilkes would constantly talk about uh, the, like how a lot of the stuff is industry funded studies. So like meat, the, that meat is good. But then in the movie, like a lot of the studies were people that were industry funded, like from yep. Pass Avocado and, yeah, and, and I think, kind of and I think well. this was brought up from what I was told anyway. But I think one of the biggest issues with the film maybe is that there's no one size fits all. Mm. So to sell it that way, as if it's for everyone and it's the best way to operate for everyone, maybe isn't over completely true. And to use examples of like getting cancer and that sort of thing from eating too much meat probably isn't fair to put that on people that just. Some people are just going to operate better on meat. Is that really bugging you? No, I'm just worried that it's sh- going to show up in the audio. Or like flapping. In the the flapping? We'll yeah. tuck it in behind. Yeah. I mean, it was okay when it was over the top. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, that's exactly it. Because from what I understand, Chris Cress's opinion was... Uh, not opinion, his, his reasoning was like a balanced diet is the healthiest diet... Uh, we caution on moderation of everything. Yeah. So, like, we want plant-based. We want your meat to be majority plants. Mm. But animal products have a place in your meal. Um, What the science shows from his standpoint is that uh, there's no correlation in healthy eating adults with, like, increased uh, cancer risks and stuff like that. Whereas a lot of those epidemiology studies where they show that there's an increased cancer with meat consumption or animal product consumption is from um, populations that eat a standard American diet which is like a diet that includes a lot of fast food, a lot of processed food a lot of other stuff whereas on the whole vegans are healthier generally as far as those like processed foods yeah in the sense that like people that are vegetarian, vegan are probably also already eating a healthier diet just because, like, they've made the decision to do that. So, I guess a good way to look at it is 95% of vegans aren't eating the shit food, whereas 50%, let's say, if it's being generous, 50% of non-vegans are eating the shit food. Potentially. Like, so if you're throwing out a ballpark number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what what his, his arguments were. But then, like, Wilkes' arguments were like, yeah, but you can you can have a very healthy diet being entirely plant-based. Um, this is how you... This is kind of, like, what you need to do f- to have the optimal life. Yeah. But how many people are actually willing to... Do you think anyone is that? anyone is necessarily arguing that, though? Like, I don't, I don't really think there's anyone that's come out and said... Anyone of any notoriety, anyway, that has come out and argued that you can't go without meat and have a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I, I definitely think you can have a healthy lifestyle. It just um, has to come down a little bit to the practicality side of things as well, yeah, though, right? Yeah, I, I guess like, it just depends on the, the person as well. Like, if you... Like, I just know plenty of people that have gone vegan that I know that don't have the healthiest lifestyle. Or hmm. they are vegetarian and they don't have the healthiest lifestyle. They don't... They don't lift heavy weights. They don't do amazing things. Hmm. The athletes in the film were, like, all... You know, we're all doing amazing things, but they obviously worked at it as well. Mm. So, like, Jen Pop, 
just switching to vegan isn't automatically going to change everything in your life. Mm. That's mm. my like. I think there are bigger things to mm. to look at, and I mean that's me saying that is kind of like silly, but in the population that we see, like movement is the medicine a lot of the times more than anything. Eighty percent in the kitchen though. They say that. I agree with that. You agree with 80% in the kitchen? Yeah. Well, this is a discussion that I've always had with someone. I think we've had this discussion previously in that, you know, the saying you can't out-train a bad diet. Yeah. Uh, from an aesthetics point of view, I highly disagree with that. Like, I... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you not think... And I guess this is coming from someone that, like, has been able to eat shit and be lean at a time just from the amount that I was training at the same yeah. time. Um, <clears throat> do you think that there gets to a point, if you're taking aside health issues other than weight, Yeah, I think it's very possible like to the train. the beaties, the... Yeah, the beaties and all those things. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite possible to out-train the fact that you're eating too many calories, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, like, surely it's that... Not if you fine-tune aesthetics as in, like, muscle, but if you're looking at just... Fat mass, fat mass is almost as simple as calories in versus calories out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The reason I, say I, I choose movement over everything else first is because that seems to be the precursor to changing the rest of the life because that, that habit is easier to change than a dietary habit. You know, if you can get, just get someone moving for an hour extra a day, that can be a catalyst Why do you think that everything is? else. Because that's what I usually see happen. You know, mm. as soon as someone starts coming to the gym, the next thing they ask is, actually, I want to improve my performance in the gym. What's the next thing that I can do? And it's diet. When someone improves their diet, they're like, oh, cool, I improved my diet. And that's it. That's it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I can see that. Do you think that going to the gym is a bad addictive personality as well, like a bad addiction. I think there are people that are like that. Mm. Like yeah. I was bagging out Yannick the other day because like he finished Battle of the Gods, which was like a heavy competition for him. And then like the next day was deadlifting. And I was like, why are you? He's like, I PR'd my deadlift. I was like, why? You know, I took an entire week off almost because why would I train? Like I've done the hard work. It's time to give my body some rest and recovery. And then do it. And I was like, you know, like, you're a smart coach and you're a smart person, but I think you're a little addicted to training. And he's like, oh, yeah, definitely. I'll go crazy if I don't train. I was like, okay, like, you know, that's as long as you know. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you undertrain, though? Me, probably. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty lazy. Do you think that your quality of training is high enough that you can get away with a low quantity? Yes. Yeah. Uh, this week, my quality of training was too high. And I have still have doms from Monday. What did you do on Monday? <laughs> Squats. Squats. <laughs> was that easy single and up in fives? No, no, it was three sets of ten. Uh, safety bar, box squats to like... Minimise like, range of motion? Yeah. I found it funny that you decided to do that just after we had that conversation. I didn't decide. I, did I tell you I have a coach now? No. So I got Sean from Adonis to start coaching ah, me. Ah, okay. Cool. So this is nothing... It had nothing to do with my idea. He's the one that program that mm. and I was like oh how do you want me to box squat do you want me to box squat like a powerlifter like, box squat oh yeah like sit back yeah. wide stance like how I would tell you to and he's like no we're just limiting range mm. and I was like okay this will be fucking easy 
It wasn't. No. It was so hard. Yeah, I did them the other day. Like, my quads are blown up. Like, I can't do it. They're non-functional. Mm. What if you do box squat now? Huh? Do some box squats instead. Of what? Actually, what's on your program today? Deadlifts. 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 How much volume is in your program these days? In the it's, new one? It's reasonably... Uh, it's a lot of hypertrophy work. It's yeah. just hypertrophy. That's probably why I'm sore. Yeah. Because I'm so detrained. Does he give you, if you're doing hypertrophy work, tempos? Yeah. I had to do three sets of eight, bench, like close grip bench press yesterday. Yeah. With uh, four seconds down, two second pause on each rep. Rough. Yeah. And you know... We don't train like that. No. Enough. Enough. Well, I never train like that. Yeah. If I'm doing a tempo, like you've seen how we program tempos here. It's like on the first rep, on the last rep, or like... Yeah. You only pause on that. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm starting to do some more tempo stuff. You know, it was well. really funny that I'd got... Um, so, like, I recently benched 120 kilos. And, like, that's a big deal to me because I think... 120 or 119? 120. Nice. Because unless you do that, like, you're not a man. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay. So, I did the bar for, like, just, a, like, a couple of set, a couple of reps. And I was like, okay, my first set should prob- probably be at, like, 80 kilos. I'll do 60 kilos next. Started and I was doing the pauses. I was like, "Oh no, I'm in danger." Ah, <laughs> did you make sixty? Uh, barely. And the tempo, like, yeah, kind wasn't, of. Yeah, yeah, wasn't kind of. So I had to drop down to like forty kilos. <laughs> I programmed for one of my guys the other day, just because he went into like a three week really tempo based phase. Um, he was doing bench press, five seconds down, five second pause, five seconds up. No, sorry, squat. Sorry, squat. Five seconds down, five second pause, five seconds up. And he commented on his reply that was like, firstly, five seconds up is fucking bullshit. And secondly, um, I'm not sure, he goes, by the last rep, I'm not sure whether if I was counting out five seconds or if it was just taking me five seconds to get up. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) that's funny. But it's so beneficial. Tempos, oh, so beneficial. It just sucks. Like, I mean, Adrian was on them for a long time. Mm. when he had knee like tendonous years because mm. that's like the medicine right do you think slow concentrics are beneficial yeah I mean well like te- for tendon health it's it's actually just time under tension yes yeah. so you can essentially you could do just 20 reps fast and have the same effect the only problem is the thing that irritates tendons as well is like fast Shh, movements SEC stuff yeah, yeah SEC so you don't want to do you don't want to give someone 20 reps when you can give them that same time under Less reps. Yeah. I feel like this is becoming a very training-based podcast. Uh, just today. Yeah. It's just because that's what we want to talk about. Yeah. Fair. Is that a problem? Do, do people war- like? Do people not like when we talk about training? I don't know. I haven't had anyone say it otherwise. Well, a lot of people that listen to that actually tune into the podcast actually care about training because that's how we know them. Yes, that's is true. through a training circle. So I guess it's kind of fun to talk about training. I've started trying to do like a... I'm just doing some sort of lower body movement every day yeah, so I okay. did like less range of motion squats back squats on Monday uh, wide stance box squats yesterday deficit deadlifts this morning I'll front squat tomorrow oh, is that why you didn't want to deadlift with me today yes oh, yeah. okay. deficit deadlifts this morning uh, I'll front squat tomorrow or Friday and then I'll regular back squat on the last day yeah. but uh, the back squat will be so like, you're essentially squatting every super day slow. except for that day where you deadlift yeah and I'm not sure if I consider the box squat as Taxing. squat every day. Yeah. No, but as squat every day. Like, I don't feel like it's... it. I don't put it in the same bracket as doing 
a front squat, for yeah. example, whereas I put a back squat with a front squat, yeah. but I don't put a back rack box squat with a front squat or with a back squat. I probably put that with a deadlift. Yeah. Because it's more posterior chain, right? Yeah. Did if you, you do it the way yeah. that... Did you think that... Did I look less quaddy the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. You looked so quaddy that first day. Yeah, I was doing that though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. When you told me that, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like... Yeah. Oh. But yeah. you know your one and a quarter squats? They yeah. were definitely one, one and, and a half. half. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That was okay though. I was trying to come up to pretty much like... Where you bounce Above to. parallel. Yeah. And I where I bounced to, yeah. Um, Which is insane how much you can bounce. Like you've got yeah. such good... SEC. Yeah, I can bounce, but I can't get past the sticking point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I did a squat with uh, Tegget the other day. We were doing back squats, and we just built up, and we were just doing a single, and I failed like... What's his best squat, like 200? Uh, 190 something, I think. Huh. Yeah, 195 maybe, so just shy. Maybe just if shy. you put some body weight on, he'd actually be able to mm. squat a bit more, because I'm pretty sure he's been at 190 for years, mm. back mm. when I was there. He also doesn't train a shitload anymore. He still trains, but I think he's kind of more training because he enjoys it. Yeah. Uh, he's always going to be good, right? Like he could he's, train, he's very good. He could train twice I, a week. I mean, I just, good. I just would, I just can't believe you'd get so close to 200 and not actually get there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm starting to wonder whether if I'm ever going to hit a 200 kilo back squat. Really? Yeah. My I, squat hasn't gone up in ages. My squat goes down significantly and then I go through like a 12 to 20 week strength phase anywhere between yeah. and it gets all the way back up to like where it was where it was <laughs> and then it depletes again and it gets all the way back up and then it depletes I've been through this cycle for the last like two and a half years yeah and I mean this year hasn't been a good year for any competitive crossfitter anyway just because yeah. it's been like basically a year of competing and not long where you've actually just been able to train train mm. I'm definitely going away from the idea of a full strength phase now though. I also really need to get on a program and do a program because I'm really, I still haven't sat down and like written out what I want to do. Yeah. I've got a very rough idea in my head and I change it up every day. Ah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm kind of following that very rough idea where I'm doing slow stuff. There's a lot of accessory work. I'm still maintaining some fitness. Yeah. I'm doing skills maybe once a week sort of thing. So the idea of the template that I had in my head is being followed but there's no like linear, pro there's no progression, there's no progressive overload. Like it's just me go in and go, hey, what do we want to do today, guys? I was thinking I want to do some sort of a pull because I haven't done it yet and yeah. I want to do slow stuff. But other than that, I'm, yeah. I'm fine to do anything. Yeah, it's a little bit like secret squirrel, right? Like coming and make it up on the day. Yeah, but can you, so like instead of writing a, a plan or a progression or a program, why don't you write down what you want to track and just make sure that those things are trending in the right direction? Upwards. So yeah. like if you go deadlift, because like I think I think I'm good. I think I'm disciplined enough to do the to things do I'm thing. bad at. Yeah. Because um, at the end, of, I actually just enjoy training. So like, I enjoy doing things. But you're not addicted. No, no. But like, I can go in, and even though deadlifts are my worst movement, if yeah. you go, hey, let's deadlift today, I'll be like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm happy. To do deadlift. you want to deadlift today? Sure, we can deadlift after this. Okay, I didn't go that heavy on deficits. Okay. I was doing like. I'm doing axle bar deadlifts. I'll do that with you. Yeah, I had like, what I have five sets of three with a slow lower, like a three second lower on the way down. That's oh, just what was in the class and I yeah. saw it there and I was like, oh, I'll do that. Oh, so you got like a bunch of tempo stuff in classes as well nowadays? Sometimes. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Mm. It is good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're drinking uh, Coca-Cola energy drinks today. Mm. So With vodka though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is... Not my first time having it, but 
I bought a case of this stuff. As you guys know, I'm not a big coffee drinker. But I, d I don't mind this. It's not coffee, it's Coke. I know, but it's got caffeine in it. Do you think caffeine is... Co co coffee is the only thing with caffeine in it? No, but like... Isn't that's that, the thing you think of? Is, that's, isn't that why you drink coffee? More or less? No, I enjoy coffee. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like I said, I don't really enjoy coffee. You don't enjoy Did you only coffee? just finish that? I, I still haven't. I've, this is the second one that I've had and you still haven't finished your first one. Yeah, I know, because I like to sip things. You do. Yeah, you really savour things. It's a bit like, like you really nurse a beer, for example. Yes. No, I'm not that bad. Not as bad as Jane. Jane, does she nurse a beer? Jane will nurse a beer till it has re-fermented. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that word. Fermented. fermented. Something about fermenting. Like Yeah, I asked you if you wanted like this yogurt drink yesterday and you're like, what what's in it? And I was like, it's fermented yogurt. Like yogurt is all already fermented. I know, <laughs> but it's not in the word. There's something about when you say fermented, I'm like, eh, nah, it's been sitting there. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how they made it. I know, but I don't have to think about it until you say it like that. It's like when I showed you what the kombucha culture actually looks like and you're like, fuck that. Also, you're a weirdo for making your own kombucha. You reckon? Yeah. Do you still do that? Uh, no, I need a new culture. I, when I went to Canada, like I left it too long and it died. It died? Oh, well, it grew some extra legs and walked away. Yeah, okay. Are you sure Jane didn't just dip it out? No. Jane liked... They liked that I made kombucha. Do they? Because it was really tasty. Is Shannon back from work yet? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen him for ages. Dude, we had the nicest steaks last night. Yeah? I went to Costco bought some like premium like Angus uh, like sirloin that was just like marbled to the shit house. There's so much fat in it. Mm. It it was definitely like grain fed, grain finished. Perfect. Like exactly what you want. Nothing tastes of, better than cruelty. Nothing tastes better than cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and oh mate like In case you didn't pick up we are far from vegan. It it was it was just like cooked to perfection. Yeah, Shannon yeah. cook them. Shannon cooked okay, them. Okay, safe to assume it wasn't you. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, like he came home and he's like, "Oh, what are like what are we having? For, are we having fancy dinner tonight?" Because I'd bought oysters as well, and I was like, "No, we're just having steaks." And he's like, "Oh, what are the oysters for?" I was like, "That's for pre dinner, man." Mm. He's like, "So we're having fancy pre dinner." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> hey, do you want to have like a? Um, do you want to have like a Christmas? Lunch, barbecue sort of thing? Sure, when? I don't know. Maybe like... Well, I still haven't decided on having this stupid Christmas party at the gym. And we haven't had our staff Christmas party yet. <laughs> you and me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could do something big for the staff Christmas party. Yeah, we can. What do you feel like doing? <laughs> we haven't had an uneducated opinions Christmas party yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know Jamie and that do like an Espresso Bros Christmas party. Do they really? Yeah. Like with... People that nope, listen just to those three. Them three. Just them three. That's excellent. That is funny. And it's always a big night, too. Oh, really? For them, yeah. Yeah, we could do that, I guess. Mm. I feel like it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, I mean, we could do like different stuff and like just have fun, mm. chat, meditate. Do you want to play paintball? I'd like to go play paintball. We can do that. Mm. Like just a group of friends? Yeah, just with a group of friends. Do you like paintball? I love paintball. Have you ever played? Yeah. Did you not like it? I loved it. Yeah, I've only been so once, much and I've just ha never had a re like a an opportunity to go. I back. mean, when I was younger, when I like wanted to go all the time, it was always too expensive for me. 
and now like I look at the money that it costs you and it's not that bad for like a day of good fun well it depends how trigger happy you are I'm very trigger happy yeah yeah so I need to buy like a thousand balls like I that's the thing that costs the money I spit a lot of paint yeah but have you seen the pros how they do it yeah there's like yeah but they're also sponsored and not paying for their balls that's true too which helps we had a sponsored guy come and join our group once. Yeah. Like, come and to play. And did he kill people? No, it wasn't that good. Oh, really? Yeah. Me and him got in a little, like, pinned down firefight against each other. Like, I was hiding behind, like, this stack of logs, and he was, like, hiding behind another stack. And I was just kind of, like, lying and poking my head out to the side every now and then and just yeah. popping a couple at where he was, and he was doing the same to me, and I just ended up getting lucky, and he stuck his head up at the wrong time, and there was already paint in the air, and it hit him in the head. Nice. And I was like, yeah. Do you aim for the head all the time? Like, that's a kill shot, right? Yeah. No, I generally... Aim for the balls? Center of mass. Balls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, uh, try and shoot... I'll generally try and shoot, like, what I assume to be a small circle around where they are. Yeah. So, like, I'll try and, like, small circle around where they are so that at least when they... Because you don't actually have anything to aim well with... Yeah. You're kind of pointing and shooting. You need those first couple of rounds to figure out where you're going. So then you kind of like, and then you can trail in. And also when they realize you're shooting because they travel so slow, there is actually time for them to get out of the way um, of the of the paint. So at least then when they move side to side, they're kind of coming at all angles. Are there different guns that you can get? Like, are there like sniper rifle guns and stuff? No, but there is, um, it's not legal here, that airsoft. Airsoft is like, almost, it's like a slightly lighter... Uh, round than what the cops use for their sims round. So the cops yeah. have like a simulate sims round, which is basically like a rubber bullet, and it does hurt like a bitch. Like they wear armor and stuff when they do it, but it's a slightly lighter rubber round. But they're really accurate, and they still hurt, probably like a paintball, let's say. Yeah. But they travel much faster. Like some of them do get supersonic, and you sorry they're all subsonic, but get pretty close to supersonic. So you can actually buy and use a sniper rifle for that in the states so you have you can have like a sniper in your team that's sitting back and yeah. can shoot people from like 70 80 meters for your team Damn. which is cool that would be cool that'd be very cool it's not legal here at the moment though uh, i think they're trying to get it in but you, they actually i noticed the other day the playing age for paintball has been lowered really they, they can play from 12 now it used to be 16. oh you couldn't play unless you were 16. 16 it used to be because i did it for my 16th birthday Wait, is that the time I can... No. no I, you didn't invite me to your 16th birthday? No. I invited other people from the gym, though, so that's weird that we weren't hanging out. Shannon came. I can't believe it. I mean, maybe you did invite me and I didn't come. Actually, you did invite me. Did I? Yeah, I remember. Because Murray Place and Drew Johnson and stuff all came as well. Yeah. Shout out Murray Place, Drew Johnson. Those boys <laughs> haven't seen them in ages. I do remember you having the party. I was like, I'm not going to some fucking 16-year-old's party. <laughs> You dick. <laughs> you wouldn't have won anyway. I wouldn't have won, but... You know. We should organise it. You should do that for your gym Christmas, Christmas party. Just be like, hey guys, we're going to paintball on a Sunday. Who wants to come? I don't know if everyone will be down. Shannon would. Jack would probably. Fuck. Can you just imagine, like, how terrifying it would be for Zofia? With all of us... Ganging up on her. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, you're on my team. Zofia, over Run. there. <laughs> Jane yeah. wouldn't come. Jane wouldn't? Why not? Because of what happened when she dislocated her finger. What happened? When we were, like, shooting her with the, um, Joel pellet gun. 
and she was running, and then she like fell, and oh. so now she's like anything guns. Yeah, I think she's just anti-gun now. Anti-gun, which is fair. I mean, like if you've had a traumatic injury like that. Have you ever shot a gun, a real gun? An actual gun? Yeah. Once. Once. Was uh, it on that hunt? No, it was. Uh, I went fox hunting and like. Mm. Are we allowed to talk about that stuff? It was overseas, not here. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, what's gonna happen? I don't know. Nah. Nothing. Someone loses their gun license. Yeah. Don't mention their name. Okay. And no, if it's private property, it's fine anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really hard to shoot them. Real guns. Yeah. Yeah. Very hard. They have a lot of kick. Yeah. And when you're shooting like really far away, I'm always like. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Even though the movement's probably just like. Yeah, it's very small, but at distance, like everything gets bigger the further away it is. Yeah. Right? Like. Yeah, like mini school things become massive things. Yeah, for sure. But I, I like shooting a bow. A bow? I've only shot a bow once. I, actually, no, three times because I did it twice on school camps. But then uh, once. You should ask Shani. Shannon. Yeah. Hmm. I should get him to bring his bow and I'll bring the rifle and we'll go deer hunting. He would love that. That's literally his dream. Yeah. I'll take the rifle so that if it's like, eh, the wind's no good, we're not going to get close enough for a He's bow shot. He's never shot a deer with a bow. Hasn't he? It's ve- I haven't ever done it either, but it's, I've heard it's very tough. Yeah. He's only ever shot them with rifles. Rifles. Hmm. But like, Do you really like deer meat? Yeah. Medicine? It was really nice. Yeah. Do you not? Um, what, what have you had though? Really just the ones that stuff that they did at my place that day. Which was a backstrap, right? Backstrap, yeah. See, the backstrap's nice. You just got to be careful with the legs. Like, I think they can, they can be really gamey, especially if you have, like, the forequarters and stuff. Yeah. Shoulders usually pretty good. I don't think that's here. Might be next door. You sure? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Somewhere next door. Hmm. Um, yeah, like, the forequarters can be, like, pretty gamey. Shoulders yeah. pretty good. But that backstrap is just like mm. super nice. Hey, was it you that said your parents would do goat curry? Yep. Yep. Mm. I will bring goat backstrap. Yeah, bring goat. They made deer curry and it was really nice really? too. Really? Yeah. I really want to try a good goat curry though, but I don't trust myself to do it. Yeah, get my parents to make it for you. Yeah, I'll bring like a heap of goat backstrap. When I go, on, I want to go do this hunt looking for deer up at this property. Um, but You'll find goat. <laughs> there's heaps of goat up there, like heaps of goat. I think we shot five or six goats last time we went up there. Yeah, those the the boys went up to uh, Bathurst or something yeah. the other day, and they That's just where like it is. it's basically like killing field because yeah. there's such a big pest over there. Yeah, heaps. Yeah, they're such a pain. Um, I don't think they even collected any meat. I think they just shot and killed. Oh, okay. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> are you not allowed to? No, you are allowed to. Oh. You're fine. Like they're pest control. It's oh, fine. Yeah. It's pest control. But it's just um, vegans. Oh. Get upset. Do they? But like, but they I guess destroy, I upset all women two weeks ago. So. They destroy the habitats. Yeah, they do, and they destroy farmers' crops. They're shocking. They destroy fences. They destroy everything. They cost a lot of money. Feral goats, yeah. wild goats, and they're yeah. going to be killed anyway. Like it's either that or they, like, uh, machine gun them down. Right? At some yeah, point. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, and the farmers are going to do it anyway. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about this compared to like other energy drinks? Uh, I have a bit of an affliction for Red Bull at the moment, and this is not as good. Really? Yeah. Because I, I had a choice of either getting this or Red Bull, and I chose this because I was like, oh, 
uh, if I was going to have a vice, and I'm not a big Coke drinker, but I feel like... It would be Coke? It could be Coke. Do you not but feel you would like say you your vice? vice would be Coke as well, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> yeah, do you like Red Bull better though? Yeah, Red Bull's better. I like, well, I like it anyway. I also really used to, I used to have, energy drinks did used to be a vice of mine. And I used to have like, uh, like the Blue V. The Blue, blue V? Yeah. Uh, what was the difference between that and the Green V? Can't remember what the flavour was, but it was really refreshing. I really like the advertising of energy drinks. How much they put into it? Yeah. The old V ads were, be- were really cool. Were really funny. The it's like, drawn one? Isn't that just me drinking a V? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, he's just a little bit at, better at raping and pillaging than you. <laughs> the the hit that improves you a bit. Yeah, the hit yeah. that improves you a bit. I really like that. Even the old Red Bull ads with the Red Bull gives you wings like and it's like all yeah. drawn and stuff. Drawn and stuff. Yeah, they were cool. They put so much money into their... I was, um, Mike hates Red Bull, eh? Mike? Yeah. Who? Um, Watts? Yeah. No. Really? No, loves them. Oh. I remember back in the day he used to like rave on and on about how they're like not good they're like promoting some shitty products. Oh, yeah, he probably feels that way about a lot of things. Though. He's yeah. really prides himself on product quality. Yeah. Like, no, when, when he said shitty products, it'd be like products that are bad for you. And then he's like, they're sponsoring all of these athletes and mm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I, I, I was purposely trying not to bring up his name. Yeah. And then he like... Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Um, I maybe disagree. Do you in think that, that... In that being his opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think maybe he does have that opinion, but I'm not against the Red Bull. Maybe yeah. he just thinks, like, athletes are promoting an unhealthy product. Mm. Do you, have you ever tried this Bang energy drink that all these kids are drinking these days? Bang? No. Yeah, it's some healthy alternative. Really? I think, yeah. Is it supposed to be healthy? Maybe. Maybe it doesn't have sugar or stevia or whatever, whatever else is in this. Mm. Are we going to address the fact that we've really, really gone away from drinking beer on the podcast? Yeah, it's just hard. Like, we want to train after this. we got to do this during the week often. Like, when we first started it, we thought it was going to be like a weekend thing. Yeah, and then you realize that you have stuff to do on weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Had competitions on and stuff. Is it going to be weird with my leg there? Yeah, because I've been doing that today as well. And I was like, oh, maybe that will be weird. See, this is the problem with not having the desk that is, like, you can put your feet underneath. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought you were having a go about the shelving desk. No. No, no. No, I'm fine with it. I would like to know, if anyone's watching it, what they think of the studio, what they think is missing, what they think it needs, what they think could go. Um, This won't be here next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, But it probably will, in reality. Which was Thursday, isn't it? I should be able to go get a HMI cable tomorrow. I might have a spare one at home. That, no, no, but you need one that connects into, like, my laptop, which is, like, a special one. Uh, you need, like, the little lightning plug yeah, adapter? Yeah, the lightning plug adapter. Yeah. I think we should go over to Easy Lane for a beer one day. Yeah, we can do that. Mm. And record over there? Mm. No. It'd be nice if we were able to do that, though. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice, but I don't know whether if we'd get anyone to allow us to do it. Mm. That's true. Or not look wankery doing it. 
Yeah. I find I have a bit of an issue with public perception, like how people perceive me. Is like when you're in public? When I'm in public. But you have no problem with doing it in private and recording it and then nope. sending it out to the world? Doesn't bother me at all. more people will yep. notice? Don't care what they're looking at when I can't see them. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. I don't, I'm self-conscious about what people are thinking when they're looking at me. Yeah. In a public space. I am too. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I'm less so now that I'm older. But mm. when I was younger, if someone was like staring, like, I mean, like looking at me, I'd be like, oh, is that person looking at me? You know what is the worst thing ever? And I'm sure like a million people have talked about this. When you're walking down the street and someone like waves at you, so you wave back and then you realize that they were waving at someone else behind you. The worst. It is. Pure honestly, shame. Yes. There is nothing more shameful than that. Mm-hmm. I understand that that must be what it was like to be a whore back in the 1700s. Mm. I Do you like think you were extra uh, conscious of it? I'm extra conscious of it? Mm. No, I'm so oblivious to it because I wait. I still wave to this day. I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is that? Nah. <laughs> do you think that? Oh, when do you think there is like a time in your life that's like brought on being like self-conscious about what about people are stuff? thinking about you? Probably. Yeah. I See, I sometimes think like I was a chubby kid and like I got bullied at school. Yeah. So then like. Did you get bullied at school? Yeah, a little bit. Is that why you started doing fitness at a young age? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then why did you get fat later in life and then get together again? Found beer. Huh. Yeah. I found a way of like hiding behind like a fake sense of confidence. Yeah. Like. By wearing your pants high? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, like I like had like I, if I'm being honest, like I built like a. A facade. A facade that was a very good defense mechanism, like against like. It always, I always realized I wasn't a very confident child when I was younger. I wasn't a very confident person. And then as I got older, I realized that people picked on me because I wasn't a very confident person. So yes. it makes you an easy target. So by pretending and putting on a bit of a facade that I am a really confident person, it makes it very hard for people to pick at you because they don't feel like they're going to win that argument. Yeah. So having that little bit of a facade makes it like... But then it goes the other way as well, because then I can, and like, people that know me that are listening to this are going to be like, no, you are that way, but it can make me seem maybe a lot more cocky than what I actually am. You like, are so much less cocky internally. Now, that you, now than you were two years ago, mm. three years I think ago. I'm a lot more confident with like, who you are now. Who I am now though, and like, I don't feel the need to fake it as much yeah. as what I did. I, I know like, you rubbed people the wrong way back in the day, like when you first started coaching and stuff. Mm. Like, you've always been, like, a smart guy, mm. but, <laughs> like, I think you've robbed people, like, your personal, like, your, you weren't as personal war as you are now. Mm. Now you're, like, ultra charming. <laughs> you, got, you got the looks, smart, <laughs> and everything. You're the complete Aww. package. Thanks, mate. <laughs> All those people that bullied you as a kid can go suck dicks. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, so I think that's, like, where it started. Like, I sort of hit maybe, like, six, 15, 16, yeah. and started, like putting it on a bit to try and make it better and it was working and then I took it too far and then now I've mellowed it back a little bit but yeah there was definitely and I know that like I've had this conversation with people before like that I took it to to a point where like it rubbed people up the wrong way yeah Um, and the worst thing is like I would hear that that it was rubbing people up the wrong way and because I was still keeping on that little bit of a facade it would be like well fuck them then like fuck them like I don't care what they think like sort of thing 
when really it should have been like a bit of a wake-up call. But yeah, I am certainly much more conscious of it these days. Like, I'm not actually an internally... I'm not internally a super confident or arrogant person. Like, it's the way that I externalise to try and make sure that, like, I'm semi on top in situations. Yeah. Like, not the person, like, at the bottom of the food chain. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. See, I would say I'm the opposite. Yeah. Is that, like, I am, like, naturally just, like, way too cocky for my own good. <laughs> and I have, I have to constantly remind myself that, hey, you're not actually that good. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, so I feel like I've gone away from that a little bit, mm. and even, like, girlfriends and that sort of thing, like, with Tay, yeah. and that, like, I think that was, like, the turning point, like, that was, like, the turning point from when I stopped being such a little bit of a cocky prick that, like, me and her started getting along a lot better yeah. before we started dating. Mm. That's also the first time I've mentioned my girlfriend on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, up until this point, I didn't know you had a girlfriend. Yeah. Are we going to lose listeners? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, that's yeah. funny. Especially seeing as though, like, I talk about my kush all the time. Your kush. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should give... Oh, I should anyway. Um, give a quick shout out to Dave Drummond, who said to me the other day that he started listening to the podcast. Zach Heron, uh, for listening to the podcast. Uh... Damo, you can have another shout-out again for, like, the fifth time because you've gotten multiple people onto it, uh, which is cool. Uh, Oh, and one more time, Anna, again, she commented saying... She, like, the day after we posted that thing, posted the video, the podcast where we said, I wonder if Anna still listens to it. She commented and was like, I do still listen to it. So that was cool as well. So thanks, Anna, again. Yeah, they're they're awesome. I can't believe... Sometimes... Like, I appreciate you guys listening, but I can't believe that people tune in sometimes to hear yeah. us talk about... Basically, you just talked about, like, some of your deepest, darkest like, Yeah, I don't know why I went down that rabbit hole for a second there, but yeah. It's it's nice to know, like, why you're the person you are now. Mm. Mm. Because Sometimes I also feel like I need to, like, maybe let people that don't know that about me... No. Know that because otherwise they do think, like, I don't want people to act. I actually don't like the fact that sometimes I can be a little bit cocky. Like, yeah. It's not something I like about myself. So it's just something that is now like a bit of a habit to project that way. Yeah. So I would like people to know that that's not necessarily like the way that I feel. It's yes. just a, like a bit of, it's an old defense mechanism that I used to have that just comes through sometimes. Can we talk about some other defense mechanisms if you're a little bit tubby like how to like protect against like can we talk about (laughs) no we can't talk about that you dick (laughs) interesting we're gonna start picking at things now are we I mean like it was a good strategy one that I have taken on board in in my own day to day life no I'll tell people about it so when I was fat Steve so for those who haven't known me for very long, maybe like how old it would have been from like just before I turned eighteen, yeah, to maybe just after I turned nineteen. It was probably like the time frame. There was a time frame where I put a lot of weight on. I think I clocked a hundred at one point. 
um, but with significantly less muscle mass than what I have now. So yeah. like, and you're like you're like a jacked ninety kilos now, or eighty nine kilos. I'm a lean, leanish ninety, right? Yeah, I mean, like, when I say jacked, I mean like with a lot of muscle. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, Mainly, so clothes. I was ten kilos heavier with probably seven or eight kilos less actual muscle mass. So I was carrying a lot of weight, a lot of useless weight, um, and I got like uncomfortable with the way that my stomach came slightly over the top of wherever my pant line was. Yeah. So like my stomach would come over and actually spill over a little bit. So rather than sitting there and dealing with that, when I sat, I would pull my pants like up to my belly button instead so that then that didn't have any spillover. I don't know. It's just like wearing high-waisted pants. tights or yeah. high-waisted pants. Yeah. But it wasn't even like a necessarily like a someone's going to see that yeah. and that sort of thing. It just reminded me of like man you've put some weight on like so and then i would get self-conscious about it in my own like mental state yeah so then i would close up and it would just allow me to stop thinking about it for a sec um but it also got to the point where then those sorts of things were the reason why i was like this is fucking too much like you need to tr- start training again and uh the reason like obviously you know if you struggle with your weight like that's it sucks and mm. Um, I know a lot of people that do and it's unfortunate and I mm. feel for you guys but the, the funny part about what you're talking about is yeah. this is something uh, this is a, a like a tick that you have that permeated past when you lost the weight it's something that you still do to this every day every now and then yeah. yeah yeah that and pull my shirt out and, yeah. like that so that like if you watch back on like if you ever watch the podcast you'll see I reckon 10, 20 times throughout the podcast, I pull my shirt out like that and it's so that it doesn't look like my stomach is tight against the shirt. That's what I try not to do. Yeah, I mm. see it. I notice it. Mm. Yeah, I have weird little ticks like that. Another one that I noticed the other day, I've always known that I sort of do it and I'm doing it right now is how fucking long I take to get to the point when I'm trying to tell a story <laughs> <laughs> and how many times I can repeat myself while building up to that point. Yeah. You're not concise. I'm not concise at but all. But I'm the same way. I'm not a concise speaker. Like, I will dilly-dally all the way around to get to a point. Oh, how, how long we do got we got 10 minutes. Okay, fine. cool. Yeah. Um, I, do you, have you ever noticed any weird ticks that I do? Because I have a bunch of them as well. Not really. Nothing super weird. But as soon as you say it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. do notice that. No, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, tell me. You're going to have to figure it out. That's what? part of the, part part of the, of the fun, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you figure out my ticks one mm. day and then we'll repeat it on the next podcast. Okay, I'll figure them out. Today is all about your insecurities. I'll be well. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. What are we going to name this podcast then? Steve's insecurities. <laughs> I reckon it'll get the most listens. If you have a problem with Steve, he does too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've had, like you say that like about rubbing people up the wrong way. I've had people, like for example, Ash Sutherland, um, say to me previously like man we didn't like you when you first started like coaching us and that sort of thing and then like they are now people that love you like I'm very close with yeah. um, so yeah I, I feel like I, I've mended a lot of the most of those bridges you have you have I yeah. always I always liked you and I always knew but you knew you me from previous age. to being yeah. super super cocky as well yes I yeah. did uh, and I've always liked you but I, I remember hearing stuff and like being like, oh, Steve, like, fuck. One day you'll grow out of this and it'll yeah. be like amazing. And, and the, the, the really cool thing is that you have <laughs> developed into like this amazing coach. 
who's like very empathetic, very smart, can get their point across to any level of athlete. Just over a long period of time, because yeah. it takes me a while to say it. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I think I appreciate you've come, come a long way, like yeah, I appreciate in your that. coaching, yeah. in the rest of your life. Yeah. I don't know. Still got the same bad habits. Still got the same habits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. That's good. It means a lot coming from you as well. Yeah. Do you have anyone, I was thinking about this the other day, anyone that had a major impact in your life, like let's say late teens, early 20s, that you've lost touch with that you wish you could go back to? Like, oh, I'll start so you have know who I'm talking about. People like Nooks and like Rich yeah. and stuff. Like, Do you not talk to Rich anymore? Not really. No, not at all. And I wish I did because like... Had a massive he was like imp- a big brother. Yeah, he had a you. massive impact on me. And they're like people that I feel like with my personality traits, if they hadn't have been there to kind of like... Mellow you out. Or- mellow me out or steer me in the right sort of way, like I think I could have gone down a much like... Not, not going to say like dark path, like cri- criminalism or anything like that, yeah. but like definitely could have been like a much bigger drinker into much more drugs and that sort of thing yeah. as well. Whereas like... I had people that were like, oi, like, you haven't what been to the doing? gym, what the fuck are you doing? Like, sort of thing, which I think really helped a lot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a big one for me would probably be like, like Kush. Mm. Like, I wish I still talked to him. <laughs> Do you guys not talk anymore? <laughs> no, not enough. Not enough. <laughs> no. How often do you guys talk? Probably once a day. Oh, that's heaps. Like on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, di- it's not the same as living together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Did yeah. you and Kush ever have, like, issues with living together? Like, because you guys were so close all the time? Like, so, did you ever find that such close proximity became an issue? Uh, Relationship-wise? Not really. Um, I'm pretty, like, I'm really easy to live with. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I'm sure your laziness doesn't rub up someone like Kush the wrong way ever. Oh, no, yeah, like, yeah, she, I definitely rubbed her up the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but the right way sometimes as well. No, usually just the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, like, uh, I, I guess, so we started dating in, like, 2009. Mm. So we've been together for a fair while now. Ten years almost. Mm. No, that is ten years. Yeah. Uh and we got together when we were really young. Yeah. So, like, I would have just been 18. Yeah. Um, and because of that, we've grown up together. Yeah. So she she definitely mellowed me out a lot. Like, after I started dating her is when I started getting into fitness, into CrossFit, into, you know, I, I quit smoking. Yeah. I quit doing a bunch of things that were, you know, probably not good for my health. Yeah. So I s- stopped hanging out with people that were probably not good for my health. Yeah. Um, so she was a major influence. People like Nooks uh, and Rich were big influences on my coaching career. They're yeah. the people that were like, that really sent me on the path to being like, hey, you know what? Maybe like that's a career path for you. Yeah. Maybe you don't need to just go to uni and get a degree, regular yeah. regular job. Mm. I still did that, but like yeah. as soon as I finished my degree, that's when I started. I was like, okay, I've done that. I'm not a quitter. Yeah. I did that. Now. I, I'm going to do something else and I wanted to get into coaching that's how I got into coaching yeah. um, to an extent people like Rob yeah like I, I do miss bouncing ideas off him yeah yeah talking to him 
Um, he wasn't someone that like mellowed me out though. Yeah. He yeah. was someone that did the opposite, like mm. showed me the path of being an athlete, how to yeah, yeah. push past like certain boundaries and yeah. and things like that. Um, and I, I, I often like wish that relationship didn't go the way it did. Yeah. 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 Uh, which mm. I haven't really ever talked about, mm. but I'm immensely grateful to him and Jess for doing what they did for me. Yeah. Even yeah. if it didn't end the right, like the right mm. way. I don't think it's a burnt bridge for you though. Yeah, it's not, but it's, it's anymore, also like, anyway. yeah, now, not, like not anymore. T- time does heal yes. all wounds. To That's a true. Um, it's just like, it's something that, like I have so many other people that I can bounce ideas off and stuff now. And It would be a cons- consuming of time to try and mend something. That yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be mended. Yeah, and I like yeah, like if I see them, I'm like a polite. Hey, hey, how are you? Hey, like, yeah. like I'll chat to them, but it's like they're not the people that I'm going to spend a day hanging out with when mm. I'd rather spend it with you or with Yannick. The, the or, Yannick, yeah, yeah like yeah, people that. Sure. Really well, like. I think we need to wrap it up. We've got about three minutes to wrap it. So okay, cool. We'll wrap it now. Yeah, cool. I only just realised that a, the huge base of our listeners are. Um, know all these people know all these people that's okay that's fine Um, so thanks for listening guys to episode 13 of Uneducated Opinions where two guys sit down and talk some shit uh, sometimes over a beer today it wasn't over a beer Uh, you can find me on Instagram at stevenorman250 Andy (laughs) at train with Andy train with Andy will be here train with Andy over here (laughs) Underneath Andy. <laughs> uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if not, then it's Steve Norman 250 and at Train with Andy. You can see us at the Uneducated Opinions. Don't forget to actually go to the YouTube channel. Even if you're just a listener, do us a favor, go to the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. Uh, I would recommend getting on and listening to it on YouTube at one point and actually watching as well, just because otherwise sometimes you miss some of those little things that we're doing with hand gestures or pointing things out about each other that you can't see. So get on there. If you enjoyed it, give us a share on your Instagram, chuck us up on your story. Uh, We'll mention you back on our story. Uh, The more people that we can get listening to it, the better. And the more that we can enjoy it and grow it a little bit and try and move away from just our studio sometimes as well. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for that. Bye. Bye.